Assalamu alaikum and welcome to another episode of Shared Diversity where we talk about how to harness the power of diversity in your business, brand and womanhood. And today we will be talking about how to build your personal brand if you are an introvert or an introvert extrovert or anything on the spectrum between the two extremes. My name is Sina Port, brand communicator, content artist and author and each week I introduce you to an amazing person, story or message to help you empower yourself in your career and life. On here, you can find exclusive interviews with successful businesswomen where we discuss topics around business, branding, and womanhood. And if you'd like to see the video version of this or any other episodes, go and subscribe to us on YouTube. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn on Shared Diversity and myself at Port. So before we get into the nine tips I have for you, we will need to figure out, are you an introvert or are you anywhere on the spectrum? So per definition, people who are introverted tend to be inward turning or focus more on internal thoughts, feelings and moods rather than seeking out external stimulation. And it's actually said that 75% of people are anywhere between being an introvert and an extrovert. So for me, for example, I would be considered an extrovert, but I also take a lot of energy from being inwards looking. So I consider myself an introverted extrovert. As we go into the nine tips that I have for you to build a personal brand, we need to figure out what are the signs of introverts and then using those signs to create solutions. So all the struggles that you might be having as an introvert, those need to be solved with the strategies of personal branding. So let's get into it. Some signs of being an introvert, you take energy from being alone. Being around people drains your energy. Usually you have a close-knit circle of friends. You don't have a lot of people that you vibe with. People might describe you as quiet or someone that is more inward looking. Another sign is that if you go to networking events or parties, you like to be in the background or you like to just seek out one or two people to talk to instead of just putting yourself in the middle of a giant group. Too much stimulation, so outside energy, leaves you feeling unfocused and distracted. And other two signs are that you are self-aware, which is a huge plus by the way, and that you are drawn to jobs that require a lot of independence. So now we're going to use those signs to actually find solutions for you that work for you to build a personal brand. Number one tip, focus on the people that follow you. That is a huge, huge counterintuitive idea because if you focus on the fact that seven people just commented on your video or 15 people are on your Instagram live, then you might feel anxious because you're like, oh, that's a lot of people. If those people would be standing in front of me, I would actually be terrified. But the idea behind this is that you don't so much focus on being super popular or famous and you focus on the close group of people that will actually get your brand to the next level. So a lot of people talk to me and say, Sina, I want to build a personal brand, I want to be successful, but I don't necessarily want to be famous. And that's totally fine because you don't need to be famous to have a successful and strong personal brand. And how we are doing this is we are applying the strategy of a thousand true fans. A thousand true fans is a concept that was originally an article. The idea of a thousand true fans is that it only requires a thousand people to truly be fans of you and your brand to be immensely successful. And usually that strategy is applied to artists or creative people who might think they need a hundred thousand people to follow them to get you know that breakthrough but actually can live really really comfortably from a thousand true fans that would not only follow you but they would buy from you and recommend you to their friends. The 
importance of this is that you don't neglect the followers and fans you already have. So a lot of times when we build a brand and we have like a hundred followers on Instagram, for instance, we're like, that's very little. I know a friend who has like 15,000 or even a hundred thousand. But if you think about being in a room with a hundred people that truly like you and follow you for who you are, then that's a lot of people. So make sure that you focus on the quality of followers, not the quantity. I give you an example. I've uploaded a video on YouTube and literally only 25 people watched the video, but that video actually got me two new clients. One person that recommended me to their entire network, one person that directly hired me for an event. And I asked them, how did you know me? Did you just find me on LinkedIn? They said, no, I watched your YouTube video about this. I wanted you to come to our event. So make sure that you value those 10, 7, 25, 30 people that follow and view your content and don't neglect them and say, oh, I'd rather have a thousand people watching it. Number two, focus on value promotion. Now, what I mean by this, one issue that you have, we already talked about this, is that you don't like a lot of attention. The solution is don't focus on self-promotion, but on value promotion. Let's say you're a fashion blogger. Don't just pose an outfit of the day and show people how amazing you are. That's self-promotion. Give people value. Tell them how did you choose the fabrics and color to find your personal style and feel truly comfortable in your skin. That is value promotion, not self-promotion. The other part of this is don't focus on your personal life. Your personal brand is not your personal life. Those are two separate things. People usually don't know a lot about me because I'm a very private person and that's totally fine. I still have a strong personal brand because what I focus on is the value that I can bring to people. What people ask me about, the frequently asked questions that my friends ask me or co-workers or under my Instagram or YouTube videos. I focus on what I can bring value to, not so much of making me look good. Number three is build a personal brand without showing your face. I created some content around this already, so go and check it out. But the idea behind this is find content platforms and content formats that serve you where you don't need to necessarily show your face. So a lot of introverts say, listen, I'm a bit awkward on camera or shy people say I'm awkward on camera or people who just don't like themselves on camera or people who want to be private and don't want to show people their faces. That is a huge sign that you should create a personal brand without showing your face and it could be a podcast, it could be still video format but mood videos or b-roll with your voice behind it or you could get into writing or art. You don't need to necessarily show your face on camera to build a personal brand. A lot of clients come to me and say, listen, this other coach said, I will never be successful if I don't show my face on camera because people need to see me. That is not true. I found a lot of people who created a personal brand without showing their face on camera. I started like that. I started my podcast because I wasn't comfortable showing my face on camera. So you just have to be more creative in the way that you choose your content formats. Number four is focus on purpose. And that is directly related to value promotion versus self-promotion. It's the idea where you ask yourself, how can I support people? How can I bring value to my audience? What are the issues in my industry that I can solve with my expertise? What values do I believe in that will attract others? And one of the conversations I had recently on the Shed Diversity podcast was with Louis Sin from Louis Sin Couture, a fashion designer who has created a sustainable couture brand that focuses on creating and amplifying human rights advocates understanding how do you bring in human rights and sustainability into an industry that is definitely uh, the 
the worst in those areas. So focus on purpose and not so much on making your face the middle center of attention or your expertise, but focus more on what you actually want to achieve in the long run. So how that can actually benefit you is you don't have to think about being popular or to be the smartest person in the room or to be the most famous person on Instagram or to be the most engaged account on LinkedIn or on YouTube, whatever it might be. Those vanity metrics will always die in comparison to your purpose. What kind of a legacy do you want to achieve? Choose legacy and not vanity. Number five is mood. Understand your mood. One of the signs that you are an introvert or anywhere on the spectrum is your energy drains as soon as you're around people. And as a personal brand, as someone who creates reputation and promotion for yourself, you need to really, really manage your energy. Number one rule, do not create content if you're not in the mood for it because we will see it. Specifically, if you are an introvert, you are already uncomfortable in front of camera or you know, putting your work out there, putting yourself out there. If you on top are not in the mood and you're just doing it for the sake of doing it and like being consistent on social media, we will feel it and we will hate it. <laughs> Don't do it. You will not be your best self. Another tip that I can give in this format is like, something that I saw on Shacht Patel's Instagram, don't try to create and analyze at the same time. And I remember the study that I read about having an analytical brain and a creative brain. So our brain has actually different places that it works from. We have an analytical side that is activated when we hear data, insights, and any kind of numbers related to a fact. And we have a creative side that is connected to emotion and feelings and things that really inspire us. And those two never work at the same time that's why number one rule if you are a charity and you want to get people to donate for a cause do not talk about facts and figures and data percentages of people starving use an emotional story people are much more likely to donate to a cause if they feel an emotional connection to it so make sure that you understand there are days where you consume where you learn where you optimize and there are days where you create where you apply what you learned and optimized Number six, find ways to be alone. Hear me out. Find ways to collaborate and create reach while being alone. One of the signs that you're an introvert is that you get energy from being alone. You like to be alone and you cannot be around people too much. So collaborations are out of the question, right? No, you always have to build a personal brand through collaborations because they instantly skyrocket your reach. You tap into their audience, they tap into your audience, and you can really co-grow your personal brands. So how do you collaborate while still maintaining that energy that you need as an introvert? You collaborate on channels where you don't need physical contact or too much time Sometimes we see a bunch of YouTubers creating the same title from different angles. That's a collaboration. They said, listen, let's create different content around the same title. Let's boost that content because as soon as they upload, that title will trend on YouTube. Make sure that you create those kind of collaborations. If you're not on YouTube, it could be on a podcast where there's not a big audience and you don't even see comments on that podcast. So you don't need to get all that energy from an audience that you might have on other channels. And you don't even need to be on camera. 
Another way to collaborate on your personal brand is to create content together. That could be you are a investment manager, the other person is a career coach, and you create an article or an Instagram post or a LinkedIn swipe through. They can look at the content from their perspective and you from yours and you create an article together. Another way would be similar to the YouTube using the same title. You use someone that is complementary to your industry. For instance, you're a photographer and the other person is a model and you both create content around how to shoot a winter wonderland campaign. You create content from a photographer's point of view, how to find the best location, how to find the best angle, how to find the best props for winter wonderland shoot. And that other person talks about it from a model perspective, how to find the right clothes, the right poses, the right energy for that shoot. You can create content together on the same topic and you promote each other's topics, but you don't necessarily need to be in the same space. That way you don't drain your energy, but you still collaborate and push your personal brand. Number seven is it takes practice. It really takes a lot of practice to put yourself out there if you're introverted. Consistency is key. The biggest tip I have for you, do a campaign. A campaign in your personal life means you focus on one goal and one practice and you just push it to the limit for one month straight. What I did earlier this year is I went on Instagram live for the first time and it was super super awkward. I didn't know what kind of tools I could use. I didn't know when to end the video, how to end the video. I didn't know how to get through the comments and questions. And I was just super awkward. I did not like that I could not edit the video afterwards. What I needed to do is a campaign. I went on Instagram live three times a week for one month straight. And you know what? I was fine at the end. I was actually excited about it because I knew the platform, I could speak with people, I could talk to the people that came consistently, you know, thousands true fans. It took a long time for me to get comfortable with it, but it was fine. And the importance is you practice as much as you can to get to the point where uncomfortable and annoying is fine and that at least becomes good and eventually it becomes comfortable. The same goes with networking, the same goes with putting any kind of content out there. Just be consistent, practice, because it takes practice to build a personal brand if you're introverted. Number eight is create your website. And the reason for this is you don't need to introduce yourself to people anymore. Just use one weekend, create your website, who you are, what you do, what your values are, and you will attract people that would fit to those. You will take out all the noise of people wanting to collaborate with you, although they don't really fit to you and they don't really agree with your values and you don't really agree with theirs not anymore just put your website out there people will come to you and number nine is find your comfort content how do you do that number one tip i have is create what you consume if you love reading write a book write an article if you love audio media create a podcast. The reason for this is if you are a consumer, you know so much more of the platform. You know what kind of podcasts you like. You know what kind of competition is out there. You know the intros and the music and the sponsorship and all the things that annoy you and that you love. So you know exactly what kind of content you want to put out there yourself. You are an expert of the platform. So always create what you consume. Now I'd love to hear from you. What are the tips that you really loved from these nine tips? Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget, the real deal is going on at sinaport.com to get access to free resources and programs to build a brand that's true to who you are. And I'll see you next time, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum.